right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's December the 16th of 2021. That means we are nine days from Christmas. <laughs> it stresses me out every time you do that. Yeah, we had the, the big discussion last night like, oh, you know, we probably should get to work on this whole Christmas thing. And I was sitting there thinking to my wife, hey, remember the whole snake adventure we started at the beginning of the month that was going to be Kai's Christmas present? Uh-huh. Yeah. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Really? But we have a couple of new snakes arriving today, by the way. Oh, my goodness. I said a couple because, you know, Kai got one more. And then his mother, who has been scared of snakes her whole life, decided she saw one that was cute. And we have another one coming. We have two new snakes arriving at our house today. Can they stay in the same enclosure? Not in the same enclosure. Are you opening a science uh, like a what's it what's it called like a science place where you could go look at reptiles? Yes, uh, like an aquarium, like a museum. Basically, we can do that at our house plus the dogs. And I mean, it's it's a little over the top at this point. We're gonna have enclosures all over the place in his little uh, game room and his room. It's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? So if I ever want to take kids on a field trip, I can just call y'all. Yeah, I'll charge. I'm going to start charging. <laughs> I bet you will. Because everything slows down by the time we get to the first of the year. Oh, I know. Income slows down a little bit, so I'm going to go ahead and start doing stuff like that where I open up my house. Right. <laughs> Elvis did that. I guess he wasn't alive when he did <laughs> yeah, that. Though. Yeah. Uh, so today, Thursday, December the 16th, it's Barbie and Barney Backlash Day because <laughs> they were so big and people loved them so much. Yeah. But then parents got so sick of hearing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's part of what you can celebrate today. It's also National Chocolate Covered Anything Day today. Okay. So that sounds kind of good, right? Uh, different things you can cover in chocolate. I don't know, like strawberries, chocolate covered strawberries. Marshmallows. Marshmallows are good. Some people do bananas covered mm-hmm. in that. Uh, pretzels covered in chocolate. Mm. I like nuts covered in chocolate, like the M&Ms, yeah. the peanut M&Ms. Yeah, those are good. That's good, too. So also today is National Regifting Day, <laughs> which is a day to celebrate you getting a gift that you don't like, and you just pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> That's bad. You don't even take it out of the box. Oh, no, you know. You know immediately. I don't want this. You. That reminds me. You know when those bread makers were a big thing? They came out with the bread makers, and you could put so many things in the bread maker, and it would be on for so many minutes or so many hours, and then all of a sudden you'd get this magical loaf of bread. Okay. So my friend Meredith was getting married, and I gave her, I got her one of those because it was trendy. It was Man. a big thing, and she was so excited about making her bread. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I even got a thank you note and everything. Well, one of our friends in our same friend group got married mm-hmm. about six months later, mm-hmm. and- when they were opening presents at her shower, no. she opened a bread maker from Meredith. And I was like, huh. And then I thought, well, I know that that's the one I gave her if there's a red sticker on the bottom because no. I got it at a discount. Of course you did. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey, Mr. Discount, no, don't be talking I, to me. I'm not knocking it. So I, the whole shower, I was trying to like maneuver my way over just to open, like to, to, to put the box over to see if that red sticker was there. I got there. And? It was there. Same thing. And I couldn't say anything, and I wanted to so bad. Well, Meredith, man, she got that bread maker thinking, this is the dumbest wedding gift I've ever received. Well, she acted excited. I think I'm going to give somebody something to make some bread. I never talked to her again. Yeah, no joke. What a jerk. (laughs) I haven't ever re-gifted an actual gift, but it was my mom's birthday one time, and uh, I was like, oh, we got to get her something, right? 
And, uh, of course, I couldn't drive to the store because I was a kid. So I went through and found some stuff, and I wrapped it. And I gave her a cassette tape that she already had. (laughs) And then she kind of called me out on it like, hey, is this – don't I already have this? Is this from the cassette case? And I'm like, no, it's not, Mom. I can't believe you would think I did something like that. Yeah. The weirdest part about what I gave her when I gave her the cassette tape is the casing wasn't there with it. It was just the tape. (laughs) I thought it was so clever. Oh, you're so thoughtful. Uh, I think the tape was this. She was a big Whitney Houston fan. Regifting today. All right, there you go. So, regifting, if you're into that, you can do that today. Other great advice this morning is bread makers. Eh, not really the best wedding shower gift. It's the thought that counts. Morgan Wallen, it's more than my hometown on Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1978. (laughs) And Kenny Rogers had the number one song in country music on this day. You got to know when to hold them. When to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count. Sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. 1978, 43 years ago today. Number one. Every gambler knows oh yeah. that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner. Alright. And every, every hand's, hand's a loser. loser. The best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. There you go. And when he finished speaking, <laughs> he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, come on, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. Kenny Rogers, you got no window hold. Know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count. When the deal is done, you got to know when to hold up, when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting Man, when the dealing's done You got to know when to hold Kelly! Know when to fold When to fold Know when to walk away Know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting 
Kenny Rogers and The Gambler. It was number one on this day in 1978. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here it is, Thursday morning, December the 16th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip on Ben Affleck. So Ben Affleck was uh, making an appearance and was talking about his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. In talking about Jennifer, he said that... Uh, Basically, he felt trapped in the marriage, and that because he felt trapped, he started drinking and became an alcoholic. <clears throat> and he said that if he were still married to Jennifer Garner, he would still be drinking. So when people heard this, they weren't real happy with it. Jennifer Garner has some fans out there, uh, and they're pretty hardcore fans. She's America's sweetheart. She Everybody likes Jennifer Garner. And I'll be honest, I've kind of been on the Ben Affleck thing. Hey, him and J-Lo, that's cute and stuff Me like too. that. Yeah. This seemed a little bit kind of, you know... Petty. A little bit mean, kind of. Mm. So Affleck was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he was talking about what he said and how maybe he didn't mean it the way he said it. This is what Ben Affleck had to say. He said that I had blamed my ex-wife for my alcoholism and that I was trapped in this marriage. Like, just made me out to be like the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy. I get it. Me, I'm happy to be sad, Batman. I'm happy to be Dunkin' Donuts and the mean. I understand. <laughs> really, like, it's about my kids. I got to just draw a line. It's the exact opposite of who I am, what I believe, and I would never want my kids to think I would ever say a bad word about their mom. Because This really upset you. I mean, obviously. It hurts my feelings, man. So, that's what Ben Affleck had to say about it. There is talk that Jennifer Lopez was a little bit fired up. Like, hey dude, this is a bad look. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. isn't real good. So, Ben Affleck out there doing the publicity rounds, trying to um, make good for what he said about his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. Got you gossip today on Selena Gomez. So there's a celebrity tattoo artist named Keith Bang Bang McCurdy, and he posted this photo of Selena with what looks like a new back tattoo. So she has several tattoos from this artist, and Bang Bang has done a lot of those. Um, But it's a black and white photo that he posted, and Selena is facing this graffiti-filled wall, Mm -hmm. and she's wearing this backward coat that kind of plunges down the front, and it shows what looks to be a new tattoo, and it's on her upper back. So as I'm looking at it, I don't know if it represents something or if it's just artwork she likes but the it starts at the base of her neck and drips all the way down her back between her shoulder blades uh some fans think that the design that the design could be a dream catcher or a rose there's some thinking that maybe it's a new project or an album and she's just kind of doing some you know publicity for that but is it permanent you never know but sooner than later i bet we'll either get a better view or a better story of why she got it or what it was for or that kind of thing but if you want to check out the photo of selena gomez see what you think just search keith bang bang mccurdy on instagram thinking about when i when i saw that you were gonna tell this story today i thought about an incident that happened the other day do you Uh know which incident i'm referring to uh maybe we went to morgan wallen and um my wife and i were in the front seat and Kelly and my son Kai were in the back seat, <laughs> and Kelly was trying to reach up front for something, and I don't even know what it was, but she was wearing some pants that were low and a shirt that was short, and Kai said, Kelly, you have a tattoo on your back? And it was awkward for a second, uh-huh. because I kind of giggled. I wouldn't have cared if you wouldn't have been in the car. Ugh, yeah. That yeah. was the worst part. 
Which part of your back is that tattoo on, please? My upper back. I just had on some weird uh, <laughs> clothes. Is on my upper back. Yeah, it sure was, wasn't it? <laughs> That's not how Kai described it. Okay. But there you go. All right. Kelly, if you well, see her out okay. in public, maybe uh, she'll show you her Brandon, tattoo. Brandon, oh my gosh. What is it, a walrus? Is that right? Yes, it is a walrus. A couple of walruses? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's walruses, y'all. Big tusks and everything. <laughs> is it not a walrus? I can't remember. No. I know it's a creature. Uh-huh. They're dolphins, Brandon. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Moving on. Move, I'm let's ju- talk about your tattoos. I was No, let's not. I was about to move on. Y'all, by I'll, the way, he also has a back, lower back no, tattoo. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Got your gossip today on Bruce Springsteen. So there's a story out today that Bruce Springsteen has reportedly sold his masters. And this is a big deal because... More artists are doing this. You know, as they get a little bit older, they're selling basically all rights to their music. Hey, you get my music library, and they take this big paycheck for it. And the talk is, is that Bruce Springsteen sold his masters in his publishing catalog for $500 million. Whoa. Yeah, half a billion to own the music. Now, of course, Bruce Springsteen has one of the most lucrative uh, you know, publishing catalogs in all of rock music. He sold over 65 million albums in the U.S. alone. And Kelly, he sold 15 million copies of this song. Born in the USA, I was born in the USA, I was born in the USA. It's a good one. Selling his music catalog for $500 million. That's a pretty good gig if you're Bruce Springsteen. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. They were doing this deal where they were talking to uh, different people. They were polling people, asking if they could live in any television uh, house, like an iconic TV house. What would be the one that they would choose? And more people chose one house than any other. The most popular choice out of all these places was the mansion from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. So that's the one that people chose. If they could move into any iconic television house. That's the one they would choose. Okay. Do you have one in mind like that you would pick if you could – hey, all of a sudden, money is no object. You can go into any house that was uh, famous on TV. I remember thinking when I was an avid fan of Full House with Uncle Jesse and DJ and the Tanners, I remember thinking that their house was so amazing because – Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky lived up in the attic yeah. with twin boys. Yeah. Then you had the three girls that are the two girls that were there that were there. Then you had Uncle Joey living in the basement. Yeah. Then you the girls shared a, a bedroom and a bathroom. They'd have, you know, talks on their beds together. That's what I thought was so cool. So that is a good one. If you want to think about the full house house. That's where I was so excited when they brought back Fuller House and the house was mm-hmm. the same. I'm like, this is tremendous. So Kelly would live in the full house house. 
with Uncle Jesse. Whatever. Oh, it's <laughs> not part of it. So that's not that's not in the top five though. So it goes, uh, yeah, Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of okay. Bel Air. That's the the number one. Uh, number two on the list is the Pasadena Apartment of the Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah. And then people said the Brady Bunch, which that's pretty iconic. Yeah, it is. That stairway, and mm-hmm. you know, Mike had his little place down there to do his architecture. Bunk beds. Bunk beds. Yeah. The girls all had the room, and Alice had her little Alice suite for her, you know, her and Sam. Uh, and then there's also the Sex in the City Apartments. You know, I'm surprised that Friends didn't make that list. Right when you said that, I was thinking about Friends, too. Me, too, because everybody wanted an apartment like them, even though, what, from what I hear in New York, they're never that big. They're always, like, maybe, like, a fourth of their apartments. Oh, you couldn't. Yeah, and if they were that big, you couldn't afford it. Right. Especially to have the employment uh, that they had. Right, yeah. But uh, anyway, the Fresh Prince, number one. I think if I were to pick anything, and it's going to be my standard type of thing, I'd want to live in the spot where Jack, Janet, and Chrissy lived. On Three's Company. Oh, okay. If I could walk onto any television set, that's the one I would choose. I thought you would live in one of those, uh, you know, those little things on the beach that that Baywatch used to have? Uh I thought that you would live in. The lifeguard stand. Yeah. Pamela Anderson's (laughs) lifeguard stand. That's the iconic spot that I want to live in. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're going through looking at uh, the top songs that people are choosing as far as digital downloads and country music. Mm -hmm. The top selling digital country songs of 2021. Let's run through the list. Let's see who was uh, who were the influencers this year. The ones that we heard and we thought, you know what? I'm going to buy that thing because I want that thing. Chris Stapleton's number 10. So it was a big year as well for Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. They're number nine. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. I'd be better than barely getting by somehow. So again, these are digital downloads with country. Gabby Barrett came in in the eight spots. Number seven was a surprise because this isn't a new song, but people are still going crazy for Tennessee Whiskey. So after Tennessee Whiskey, I was kind of surprised at number six. Was Aaron Lewis? If you remember, Aaron Lewis put out a song this year called "Am I the Only One?" Am I the only one willing to bleed take a bullet for being free? All right. So number five this year, as far as the digital downloads in country, L King and Miranda. Gabby Barrett hits the list at number four with digital downloads in country. Then at number three, it's Luke Combs. All big downloads in country. Number two on the list, this was a big song digitally, but maybe not. Uh, it wasn't the biggest radio hit, and kind of weird that it wasn't when so many people were buying it. 
But Nelly with Florida Georgia Line. Number two. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And maybe this isn't a surprise, but the number one digital song in country music in 2021 was this one. So there you go. The number one country digital song of the year, Walker Hayes and Fancy Like. Probably not a big surprise with that one. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 44-year-old man in Delaware named McRoberts Williams. Yes, McRoberts is his first name. Okay. Robbed a Wells Fargo bank in Wilmington. He walked up to the bank teller, handed her a note, and said that said, quote, This is a robbery. I need $150. Oh, my gosh. Well, she gave it to him, and he ran out. But he didn't go far, Brandon. He stopped at the ATM outside and used it to deposit the money into his account. So he just needed probably money to pay a bill. And then oh, he ran off. Well, the police later found him behind a nearby shopping center, and he reportedly told police that he traveled to Delaware, quote, by riding on the exterior of a cargo train and that his mind is currently being controlled by a third party huh. uh, by an implant somewhere in his body. Okay, that sounds so, likely. So now I don't feel quite as right, bad for him at that right. point. Well, McRoberts was charged with second-degree robbery and is currently being held on 6000 cash bond. But <clears throat> speaking of using an ATM, banks should really do a better job of keeping their ATMs filled. Really? Yeah. You were, you were telling me yesterday that you went to four different ATMs yesterday, and they all said insufficient funds. That's true. <laughs> they have got to get their act together. Oh, God. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Come on now. To victory. You know, so the truth is we do stuff all over the place. It feels like we're always going somewhere, doing something all over the state. We have the chance to uh, spend time in Northeast Arkansas on the campus of Arkansas State. We were there for uh, National Signing Day with Coach Butch Jones. We were the personal invites of the coach. We got to hang out with him and all the other coaches in what would typically be kind of an intimidating situation. And I'm just telling you, that was one of the best mornings ever. Yeah, why are they so nice to us? I still can't figure it out. I still feel like I'm going to show up and Ashton Kutcher is going to walk in and he's going to be like, you've been punked. Butch Jones doesn't even really like you. He thinks you're a loser. He thinks you're an idiot. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Because yeah. yeah. why is he so nice? And then because he's nice, everybody's nice to us. So we had the chance to hang out with a whole room full of coaches as these uh, young men from all over the country, including all across Arkansas, are committing to come uh, and play at Arkansas State, play football for Arkansas State, get the scholarships and, and really what they call <clears throat> assemble the pack. 
And, you know, we've we've heard about recruits, and, and I've heard that forever, mm-hmm. a national signing day forever, but I didn't really realize what went into it mm-hmm. until we were there, and I saw the passion, and I saw how these these coaches, these grown men with kids and families, they're sitting there waiting for these high school students to commit to Arkansas State. They've worked, they've traveled, they've given time, energy, and effort, and they don't know until those emails come in or the fax comes in or whatever if those kids are coming to Arkansas State. It's pretty incredible. And then to see that we're going to get to, you know, a lot of people, when you look at what happened with Arkansas State football last year, we were talking about the growth potential. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it's a building year and it's one of those type of uh, deals like that. And when you see we have some monsters coming. Yes. And so what I love, too, is having the visual of the coaches getting excited when they would get the email or whatever that came in of the, the student's name, the athlete's name. Yeah. And they would take that name and they would put it on their board and how they would start stacking up and how how excited they would get. To, they would get to put each one on the board. I love oh, yeah. that visual. Well, the whole place is there cheering and mm-hmm. screaming. And we had the chance, uh, you know, to broadcast from that facility, too. And just a shout out to everybody who was there, who was so nice to us and the coaches that we've had the chance to kind of connect with. The one thing that we like to bring to the table that's probably different than what like a, a sports type of a like a real sports broadcast would do is we want to give you like the fun side of these people. We want you to know the people, not just, hey, this is what they're going to do and this is what they're worried about with the weight room or the plays right. and stuff like that. We want you to figure out these humans. And I think that's what's kind of fun. So when you kind of check out our broadcast with the, the team. It's just a different perspective, I think. Well, and they all have unbelievable. We've gotten to know some of their families, and yeah. they have amazing wives and kids, and it's all, it's a family business. Like they're all included. Yeah. When these recruits come and visit, they're all included. It's, it's part of the family. So I think that us being able to see that, I mean, I'd want my son to play there. Definitely yeah. go. Yes, yeah, sign. We were talking to Coach Derek Lett, and we're and talking to him. He was like, no, his kids are all in. They're following the stuff on the show, the social medias. His oldest kid's 13. Right. But, you know, they're still there trying mm-hmm. to keep up with what's happening. So that was a cool thing. Uh, A-State, uh, they're going to assemble the pack and really try to reload for this upcoming season. So shout out to everybody who worked so hard with that. Maybe they'll get to relax. I'm also thinking based on uh, how comfortable we feel, I think I'm going to become a football coach. Oh, you're just deciding to become one. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I'm not too old to become a coach, I think. So I'm going to work on that. I'm not really sure what position I would be good at coaching because I, think- I never played. I think there's a lot of men that, that feel like that, that they could coach. Coach. I just yeah. want to coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that the, the assistant State, head coach. I'm sure the A-State coaches have never heard anybody else say that. I'm sure they'd be fine if I was a coach. Uh, yeah, they would. Maybe they can just teach me how to coach. They, they would just tell you to go down in the end zone and just go away. <laughs> just stand down there. <laughs> we also had the chance uh, to go out and go to Monette, Arkansas. And, uh, you know, many people have seen on the news over the course of the last uh, almost week the devastation with Monette and the Monette Manor uh, nursing home. And uh, Kelly and I literally got to walk right up there to that. And, um, you know, you've seen it in all the news channels where they're like the national news was there uh, last week. And uh, it was weird because we saw this and we're like, oh, that's an Arkansas town and small town Arkansas. And so many of us live in small town mm-hmm. Arkansas. But to go there and to see the devastation and to see these tree these trees that are 30, 40 years old that are literally uprooted and they weren't just knocked over. Like literally the root mm-hmm. is out of the ground yes. and like there's a tree that's leaning across that uh, nursing home mm-hmm. and the tree, the, the bottom of the tree, like where the root would be is probably what, 10 or 12 feet tall because it's vertical. Right. And then to see that, uh, that, you know, these, these rooms, this place where people were there, their family put them there for care because they couldn't care for themselves at home or the family couldn't care for them. They were put into a place where other people were going to be their professional care. Um, 
And the fact that that tornado, it was a direct hit. And to see the cinder blocks, these oh. cinder blocks that were crumbled and, you know, just just pushed over. Crazy. It was surreal. Mm-hmm. And to be that close to it. And I sent those uh, photos um, to my wife and she's like, oh, my gosh, that is so scary. We had family in that, uh, in the Monette Manor um, and it was just, I mean, it's, it's traumatic. If you haven't seen the photos I posted, uh, you can go and see. I mean, we're right there. We're in the middle of the property. Uh, they're up on Instagram. And just the eerie feeling, you know, walking around, you, there's, there's, there's beds. There's, there's yep. wheelchairs. There's, you know, um, stuff that they used for those patients. It's just, I don't, it's surreal. So we had the chance to be there and, uh, and feed the different workers, the county and state workers and the city workers and so many people came by and it was, it was so neat because they were so thankful that we were there. We're like, no, we're, we, we're doing nothing. Yes. We just have food. <laughs> yeah. You guys are doing the work. Mm-hmm. And then to go by the school and to see what the school was doing and how all those uh, young men and women and the teachers and administration, they were all in there and they were going in and they're going to do the work and they're going to be there all day and all night. And they're going to be there to provide if it's clothing, if it's toiletries, if it's food, uh, they're going to be there. And, and more importantly than all of that, they're there to support their, their fellow community. That's what I was going to say. We saw people that were coming in to get supplies or whatever. It wasn't just they were taking out supplies and bags. They were getting hugs. They were getting encouraging words. They were People were telling them that they were praying for them. People were telling them, hey, come back if you run out. So we got to see this community just loving each other and yeah. smiling regardless what just happened. So that was really, really neat to watch. And we saw that in Truman the day before. We're going to be back out uh, today doing that again in Leechville. So again, back in northeast Arkansas today. But all around the state, man, uh, the great thing about Arkansas and the great thing about the people here is that when Arkansans need something, when a community goes through something, Arkansas steps up. And I think that's one of the reasons we're so proud to say, you know, uh, we're in Arkansas. This this morning show is proud of Arkansas. We're proud of the state. We're proud to say, hey, we're Arkansas's morning show. We want to represent and reflect all of you. And we're just proud of you. Those of you who have helped from all over the state, we're proud of what you're doing. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, December the 16th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Luke Jones of Truman, who turns 10 years old. Happy birthday and love from mom, dad, and Madison. Happy birthday, Luke. Also celebrating today, Kimberly Morgan of Stuttgart. Stephanie Pointer of Jonesboro. David Mounts in Hoxie. Chad Gaither in Fayetteville celebrates today. Jesse Smith. Happy birthday. Amber Morris from Stuttgart. Preston Howard has a birthday. Lori Bridges. Of Eureka Springs, Maria Jefferson, happy birthday. Jason Weaver of Jonesboro celebrates. LaVonda Mitchell in Stuttgart and Rusty Coleman of Jonesboro celebrates too. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to Frankie Ballard, who is 39. Shot, two shot, copper tone red. 
Every time you kiss me, it's like sunshine and whiskey. Frankie Ballard, 39 years old today. Kristen Ritter is 40. That's Marvel's Jessica Jones. Michael McCary from Boys to Men is 50. Maybe that should be your uh, go-to karaoke song. I don't think I'd be real good at that one. Michael McCary, Boys to Men, turns 50 today. Happy birthday to William the Refrigerator Perry, who is 59 from the Chicago Bears. The fridge! (laughs) He was huge. He was like a Super Bowl icon of the 80s. Mm -hmm. Fridge, 59. Happy birthday today to Benny uh, Benny Anderson from ABBA, who is 75. Benny Anderson of Abba, 75 years old today. Oh, and here's a good one. Happy birthday today to Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, who is 72. Are you serious? Come on now. She knows how to a good one. This is a good one, too. Give me all your loving, all your hugs and kisses, too. I love me some ZZ Top, man. Give me all your loving, don't let up until we Here's a song I ruined for many of you guys. Oh, 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 I'm sure they do. Everybody in the car. Your kids can learn this, too. Yeah, yeah. They can become fans of ZZ Top. Maybe they've never heard ZZ Top before. <laughs> All they have to know is... Kelly, can you do it? <laughs> I'm not sure, Beavis. Where <laughs> <laughs> were you, butthead? As David would say, you're both. Both. So y'all can do that all day today and just annoy your friends with it like I'm trying to do y'all. birthday goes out to my good friend Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top who turns 72 today Brandon Baxter in the morning
All right, here it is, Thursday morning, December the 16th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Jason Aldean. No, baby, you can find me in the back of a jacked-up tailgate, sitting around watching all these pretty things. So Jason Aldean released his 10th album, Macon, just last month, but he's also planned for another album to come out this spring, which is going to be called Georgia from his hometown, Macon, Georgia. And Jason posted a preview of one of the songs on his upcoming album, and it's a song all about his mother. And Jason says this could be one of the most personal tracks that he has ever done. The song is called Your Mama, and here's what Jason Aldean says about it. My parents got divorced when I was three, and my mom, you know, she was very instrumental, I think, in, in raising me and... You know, I was her only child, so everything she did sort of revolved around me and what I was doing, whether that be music or, or playing baseball or anything I was in at the time. You know, I remember collecting baseball cards, and she would take me to, you know, these baseball card shows and sit there with me for hours while I would wait for guys to, to get their autographs or whatever. And I'm, I was, I've always been super, super close with my mom. It's kind of taught me how to be like that with my kids and. I give her a lot of credit for for me kind of being the way I am. Uh, she's very outspoken too, which I'll, I'll take credit for her giving me that as well. I, I kind of got that from both my mom and my dad. So together, the album's making in Georgia. They're both going to have 10 songs on there, five live cut songs. So you can look for Jason Aldean's album, Georgia, to be released this spring. Country music news today on Morgan Wallen. So there's nobody in country music more on fire than Morgan Wallen right now. And that song will be another number one hit for Morgan. I'm pretty sure that. Uh, But we already know he's kind of working on the next single. You know, you got to get the plan on what you want to put out next. And Morgan is leaning toward this song being his next single. It's called Wasted on You. Looks like I'm learning the hard way again. It's all my fault. Yeah, I dropped the ball. You're gone and I'm gone. Three seats to the wind. Thinking about all I've wasted on you. All of this time and all of this money. All of these sorries I don't owe you, honey. All of these miles on this Chevy and present a pew. All them days I spent wasted on you. He gets fired up singing that song live to all the energy with that one. It's called Wasted on You, and it appears that's going to be the next single from Morgan Wallen. We have country music news today on Carrie Underwood. So Carrie just shared her performance with John Legend from The Voice finale. And y'all, if y'all did not hear the song, you need to crank it up and play it. The song's called Hallelujah. Here is Carrie Underwood and John Legend. Sounds pretty incredible. So you can check out the full performance on YouTube. Just search Carrie Underwood. Hallelujah. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. 
Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. So today is December the 16th, and today in pop culture in 1971, Don McLean released an eight and a half minute version <laughs> of this song right here. I started singing bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey. Today in pop culture in 1993, Nirvana was featured on MTV with Unplugged. The big debut in 93. Today in pop culture in 1994, the movie Dumb and Dumber was released. (laughs) Harry and Lloyd. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so today in pop culture in 2007, Beyonce hit number one with this. Today in pop culture in 2013, it was reported that Miley Cyrus had insured her tongue for $1 million. Her tongue was always out. Today in pop culture in 2013, Brantley Gilbert released this. I think of one person every time I hear Brantley Gilbert. Yep. One of our most loyal listeners, Shannon Sprinkle, shout out. Find a gig and feel you could Kick it on back And today in pop culture in 2019 Mariah Carey went to number one 25 years after the release of this song It took 25 years to go number one Number one in 2019 Mariah So, 2019, Mariah finally went to number one with All I Want for Christmas is You. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're joined this morning by the Dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. He is Dr. Shane Spites. We like to call him the good doctor, Dr. Feelgood. He's the one that makes you feel all right. All right, Shane, so we're going to joke for a second, but before, <laughs> I know you're busy today, but I wanted to have you on here because uh, there's this new CDC warning about um, about COVID and this Omicron variant, and I want you to get us to the bottom of it because, man, we're nine days from Christmas. Right, so this, um, we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand, it's not that this caught us off guard, but this certainly has spread a lot faster than really anybody thought it would happen. We saw the first case of Omicron in the United States December the 1st. Here we are a couple weeks into December, and it's already in 37 or 39 states in our country. It is spreading rapidly. Now, to this point right now here in Arkansas, the Delta variant is still the biggest variant that we see. But Omicron is already starting to overtake other states. Like right now, uh, the New York, New New Jersey area, Omicron is already 13% of those cases. That's huge. Like just a few days ago, that wasn't the case. So. The ability for this virus to spread rapidly and to double or triple in just a matter of a couple of days in terms of number of cases, it, it's just phenomenal. The U.K., if you want to look and see really what's going on, look over at the U.K. They are blowing up with Omicron. Um, and the big deal is now, and this is one of the good things, is that it does seem to be milder, right? but previous immunity doesn't seem to really help you as much, which means that if you got sick with COVID before, this just your body may not even recognize the Omicron variant. If you only got two doses of the vaccine, you're not really well protected. The only protection you've got is if you've had the booster 
vaccine, really those that are most protected have had the booster vaccine and have had a previous COVID infection. Okay, so if let's be honest, I haven't done the booster yet. I was real honest with you, and I think we've been pretty transparent. I did, uh, you know, the double dose early on. It's probably time for me to to go ahead and do the booster anyway. You're saying that, yeah, really, that, that basically oh, for it's wide open? That's listening, yeah, anybody that's listening right now, if you haven't gotten your booster dose, and, and the data, let me just tell you where the data lies. Certainly for those about 25, 30, hands down, 40 and older, if yeah. you haven't had the booster, you need to get the booster. Wow. For those aged 40 and older, if you've not gotten it, you need to go get it um, because uh, it does offer protection against this Omicron variant, which is here in Arkansas. We just haven't really picked up on it yet, but probably within the next few weeks, it's just going to be all over the U.S. Let's talk about that because I think it's interesting. Um, you know, I guess when when somebody has the Omicron variant of COVID, they'll have to be specifically tested for that, right? So we're saying it's not overtaking Arkansas yet, but are we specifically going in and analyzing those tests to say, hey, this positive is Omicron? Is every test analyzed like that? That's a great question. The answer is no. Now, the good thing is, is that if you get tested for COVID, then and it, and it turns out positive, it means you're positive for COVID. Maybe Delta, maybe Omicron, maybe a different you know, other variant, but you're positive for COVID. Now, we can send it off for a test, and actually genetically look at it and see if it's Omicron or Delta or, you know, Alpha or one of the other variants. Uh, but at the end of the day, you've got Omicron or you've got, uh, you've got COVID. So the key is, is that, you know, once you test positive, you're positive. The other thing that I'm telling you or I want you to know that we're seeing is that people, it's going to sound strange, they're getting tested kind of too early. You, the CDC says in terms of certainly exposure, you need to wait five to seven days if you're fully vaccinated, to get tested. Right. Now, if you start having symptoms, you can get tested, and then if it, and then maybe even get tested again, because I think we're seeing and hearing about a lot of illnesses. By the way, we're seeing influenza. There's yeah. there's flu A in circulating in our region as well. And so, when you look nationally, you have some scientists and some public health officials that are worried that we're going to see Delta, Omicron, and influenza, kind of you know all these infections uh, circulating around the country here in January which would certainly increase hospitalizations uh, and, and put another pinch on our healthcare system. You mentioned the Omicron variant appears to be less severe. Is it because um, of the way it's mutated or is it because, you know, so many people have had vaccines or had COVID and it's almost like this, this whole COVID deal is kind of wearing itself down as it, as it continues to mutate. Does it look like it's that, or is it just me- merely a mutation that's not going to be as devastating? So it's a combination of the two, and you're exactly right. Some of it is the mutation. It does not seem to be as what we call virulent. Like It doesn't seem to be as, as hard on the body. It seems to transmit faster than Delta. That's why we're seeing it spread so rapidly. But it seems to provide milder disease. Now, part of the reason it can cause a milder disease is for people that have either been vaccinated before or have had COVID before. Right. The people that are having the harder time with Omicron are your unvaccinated people, though, um, and certainly those that have not had COVID in the past. So. Um, that's the concern is that, that how rapidly it's spreading across the country. We still don't know a lot about it um, because it's kind of like, again, I'm not going to say it surprised us, but this has happened so quickly, it's hard to get all the data and analyze it and know for sure. And I'll, for example, yes, we've been watching what's going on in South Africa. That's where this variant came from. That's where it first originated. What does that mean for the U.S.? Well, in South Africa, the median age is 19. Like wow. the, the average life expectancy in South Africa is 64. Here in the U.S., the median age is 38, and the average life expectancy is, you know, 79 or 80. So it's a different population. That's why I say we we really want to watch what's going on in the U.K. That'll give us a better idea of what we can expect here in the coming weeks and months. 
Christmas is nine days away. And a lot of people will look back at last Christmas, right? They'll say Christmas of 2020 was depressing. Families didn't get together and all this. And I'm seeing the CDC is starting to put out these warnings that we got to be careful. And I know a lot of people wanted Christmas to look all the way normal. And uh, they're kind of saying it's probably not a good idea. What do you think of that? So, and I've seen that. I've seen the CDC guidance and, and certainly understand where that's coming from. I'll say this. The last poll that I saw was that 80 to 83% of Americans are not changing yeah. their holiday plans just based on what they're hearing on Omicron. Now, that, that was a poll probably before it really took off in the U.K., so that kind of remains to be seen. Probably in the next seven days, it'll really give us a better idea of what it's going to be like here. And it may be that people change their plans last minute. Right. It may be that, look, I had no idea it was going to be it was going to blow up this big because we, we really don't know. But, I mean, probably in the next five to seven days, we're going to have a better idea of what it looks like here in the U.S. Since it's already starting to rapidly take over in the Northeast, um, it won't take long to spread across the rest of the country. So we'll be in a different place within even just a week. You're telling me it's less severe. You know, as we look at it, it appears to be less severe, but there's still the warnings out there. If it's less severe, I'm just afraid that, you know, people aren't going to they're going to be like, oh, it's OK if I get it. It's not as bad. Uh, it's really nothing to worry about, and it's probably not the time to think like that. Well, and that's a great that's a great point too. So when we say less severe, we're talking about in general hospitalization and death, and I think that, I think we need to be clear on that. Now, it's not that people aren't going to be hospitalized and die from the Omicron. That will happen. It's just compared to Delta, it doesn't seem to be as severe. Now, one of the issues is, is that, again, this Omicron variant seems to evade or seems to be able to kind of circumvent the body's immune system in terms of what immunity you might have from previous COVID infections or having your COVID vaccine. That means those that are at highest risk of Omicron in terms of being hospitalized or dying from it are, again, your elderly individuals. So certainly those 65 and older um, are at a higher risk. Anybody with an underlying health condition is at a higher risk. Um, and that, that kind of goes back to why vaccination, booster vaccination is so important. Flu vaccination is also important. Can it happen where you get sick with both at the same time? Yeah, it absolutely can oh, happen. Gosh. It's happened in the past where somebody's gotten COVID and flu at the exact same time. Uh, that, that talk about a draw of bad luck, but um, right. it can absolutely happen. What do flu deaths look like across Arkansas? Because obviously we focus so much on COVID and and mortality from COVID, are we seeing numbers that are, are crazy with flu? Because there will be pe- there will be people who say, oh, people die from the flu too. And, and, that's it. And, and people do die from the flu. Now, not near the number that we've had here. On average, in the U.S., uh, on an average flu season, between thirty five to 45,000 people die of the flu wow. during a normal flu season. Right. Just this week, 800,000 people in total since the pandemic started have died from COVID. So, right. so, and that's been what two years now. So, four hundred thousand people a year, as opposed to thirty-five thousand to forty-five thousand. Yeah. Big difference. So, hands down, COVID. Yeah, COVID causes much more death and much more hospitalizations than flu ever thought about causing. Um, now, that does affect again. COVID affects more of the older generation, the older population. Not that kids don't get sick. Kids sure. absolutely get sick. Kids can die from COVID, though not as often. We still don't know that data in terms of Omicron. We still have not been able to say, okay, what does Omicron do against kids? Some of the preliminary data from South Africa said that it was affecting kids uh, more than adults, but we're still waiting through that data. I don't know that I I fully believe that right now. Um, I I think the take-home message for everybody that's listening is, if you haven't gotten your booster vaccine, you should get your booster vaccine. If you haven't gotten your flu vaccine, you should get your flu vaccine. This is not the time to wait. 
these are uh, both of these are spreading rapidly. When you talk about influenza in the state of Arkansas, we are starting to see an increase in our region of the country, specifically yeah. in Arkansas, in flu cases. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing it in our clinic just here in Jonesboro. I know that other areas in northeast Arkansas and even southern Arkansas are seeing more flu. Um, some of the states are really starting to blow up. New Mexico, for whatever reason, is a big hot spot for influenza. So we're going to see more influenza as we move for the next few months. We have a coworker who's actually out with the flu right now. So anyway, obviously yeah. we appreciate your time. I know you're busy. You have stuff to do today, but uh, we'll talk to you next week and get the latest because, uh, you know, we need to know what's going on as we head into the holidays. And uh, again, he's the dean Absolutely. of the, the uh, dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. He is Dr. Shane Spites. And Shane, have a great day, man. Absolutely. You guys have a great weekend, too. All right, you too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I've come to the realization over the course of the last uh, couple of years that there are some people who listen to the show, actually a lot of people who listen to the show, who like to kind of say funny things to get me stirred. <laughs> this happened as we were walking through a school. Just yesterday we were walking through in Monette, and uh, I heard the, the line, Hey, uh, why isn't anybody else's name featured on the show? <laughs> and it was in front of a group of people, and I was like, oh, this was not my decision. I didn't name the show after myself. I can't just do that. I don't have that much power. That's <laughs> but it right. sure was fun when he asked it. So it was awkward for a second, and then he looked at me right in the eyes and said, was that a good one? <laughs> so Which is I, something that you say. Yeah, so I knew at that point he was just trying to kind of razz me. And then, okay, so that, that happens, and I'm like, people like to do this. Anytime I post a throwback, people like to make fun of me on that, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about how silly I look and stuff like that. I'm cool with it. Are I, you? I roll okay. with the pun- like, I wouldn't have been cool with it 10 years ago. I'm mm-hmm. much more secure now. Y'all know he's still sensitive. Don't tell people. That, but you do. are. So we were at an event a couple of days ago that Kelly just reminded me of. Um, we, we've been around uh, going through the different areas in Arkansas where the tornadoes impacted the cities. And uh, we were in northeast Arkansas a couple days ago in Truman. And as we were there in Truman, I noticed that there was a car that was pulling up. And the window comes down on the, the passenger side. And I started hiding behind people. Uh, and then I heard somebody say, Kelly Perry. Mm-hmm. And Kelly reminded me of what was said. And I'm a little bit like, here we go again. This is, once again, more proof that people just like messing with me. Guys, I've got a quote. And here it is. Wait. No, don't do the quote. Why? It's a good one. No, it was embarrassing because this was said in front of a group of people. So now not only is it I'm hearing it myself, it's being said publicly. Well, yes. And I'm going to say it exactly how my new best friend said it. Okay. Okay. Hey, Kelly Perry. Brandon Baxter does wear those tight pants, doesn't he? I can see his big old bubble booty as soon as I turn into the parking lot. I like (laughs) that. That's a true story. (laughs) That literally happened as we're preparing food (laughs) and I'm around other people. And I think there were people from uh, a ministry there. Yeah. She pulled in and she says this. Uh huh. And I literally like, how do I respond to that? I wanted to say, these aren't even my tight pants. (laughs) Like these are my baggies. Well, she did say, she did say, she offered you the, the advice of maybe you should just switch to baggy. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. She so, thinks so oh, she thinks they're so tight they're repulsive. What well, I don't know if she said repulsive, but her face looked like she was repulsive. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, when she was leaving, this was the song she was singing. Uh, she was going, I found you, Mr. New Booty. tried to retire the tighter pants. Have you? I've put them at the back of the closet. Like the only time I'd wear the really tight pants is if all my other pants were dirty <laughs> at this point. So what pants do you have on today? These are kind of, well, here, do you want to judge them? Sure. Because the truth is, it doesn't matter what kind of pants I wear. I do have a booty. So I can't fix that. No, yeah. You can't I, just fix it. I don't I think she was. My, I can't reduce it. I don't think she was telling you to fix it. I, well, she sure acted like she was, like I was offending the city. We're out there doing a good thing with, for tornado victims, and she's making fun. Maybe you should just start wearing maybe a cardigan to this cover is, it up or something. Just wrap it around my waist like girls do when they wear yoga pants. Why do girls wear yoga pants out in public? Because they, oh, they're so comfortable. I want to wear yoga pants and then cover their butts. Why are you asking that? Because it's I don't understand the point. Why put them on if you got to cover them up? Because they're comfortable. We'll find other comfortable. Sweatpants are comfortable, too. <laughs> Maybe because it's a trend and we like wrapping stuff around our waist. Well, I'm going to start doing that. What do you think? These don't look too bad, right? <laughs> are you judging them or not? What are you doing? It, uh, do they look too baggy? Is that? Okay. I want to know if they look no, too bad. They, they don't look too bad. Is this what men wear? I don't yes. even know what men wear anymore. I, I think that you're good. Because I go out and I try the new trend, and then I wear it for six months, and then y'all tell me it looks ridiculous, <laughs> and I've worn it for six months everywhere I go. The, I think the ones you have on today Let me should, walk to your side. Fill, I, I fill think, the, the what, dead space. What are you I'm talking walking around. I'll, I'll move the mic as far as I can. Okay. All right, the, I'm the coming around. Space? I'm coming around the mountain when I come. Uh, I think there's lots of dead space. Are, is there a lot of bag? Uh, yes. Are they too baggy? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to find a good go between. I think they're fine. But these feel like they're going to fall off of me. I'm being serious. What? Or some suspenders? I guess I'm going to have to get suspenders or something. I'm not exactly, (laughs) I'm not sure what to do here. Suspenders. Because if I buy pants that fit me in the butt, they don't fit me in the waist. It's like a woman in a bra. Speaking from experience. Not from me wearing a bra, though. My uh-huh. wife has a bra. Oh. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the North Pole doesn't have any land masses? It's only ice floating on water. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Did you know Is it ca- a real place? Yes. It is? Yes. Okay. okay. Can I go there? Sure. Can I vacation there? Uh, you know what? We can, uh, we'll look that. We'll look at TripAdvisor and see. Could our general manager get a hold of me if I was at the North Pole? Is that why you're trying to go there? I didn't say that out loud, Mm -hmm. publicly, on the radio. Did you know cows can walk downstairs, but it's very difficult for them, and they'll only do it if they have to? (laughs) I don't know where cows walk down a lot of stairs. Where are they going to have to do that? Yeah, but, you know... There, there's that. Okay. And, oh, this is just for you. What is it? Did you know Pamela Anderson... Oh, my goodness. ...was the first baby born in Canada on July 1st, 1967, Canada's 100th anniversary, so she got media coverage as the country's centennial baby. That is amazing. She's so special. She is... Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate her so much for everything she's contributed to my life. Okay. And if... <laughs> And if you didn't know, <laughs> great entertainment. Okay, now you know.
I have a little bit of good news for you, Kelly. I don't know if you know this, but <clears throat> the chief operating officer of our company, our general manager, he was listening a few minutes ago, which normally would be good. Yeah. There have been times you have even said you didn't even know if he knew we were still on the radio. Uh, there has never been a time I have said that. Was that not you who said that? I think that was you that said that. Mm-hmm. So I said a few minutes ago, like, if I went to the North Pole, could I go there to escape having to get in touch with our general manager? <laughs> and then we got a text from Scott Seiler uh-huh. who said, the question is, can you guys get a hold of me if I go to the North Pole? <laughs> He's ready to get away from us. Uh, Okay, so we've been called out right there. At least he knows we're still on the air. Is this a good chance for us to say, because we're all over the state, can we get more money? Well, you just said it. That's what Kelly, uh, she asked me about that. Uh Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, if you're looking for a way to make some extra cash, there is a woman who is um, making some cash, selling something. I don't know who the audience is that's purchasing this, but... She's a reality TV star from the show 90 Day Fiance on TLC, Stephanie Maddow. The whole idea of what she's selling, she's jarring stuff. You know, you can stuff, like you can can jelly oh, and pickles. stuff like that. You can do all that stuff, right? Yeah. She is uh, jarring flatulence. Hang on. No, she is. Yeah, so what she's doing is... <laughs> She has an Instagram video. Let me just tell you the title of the video. It's titled, A Day in the Life of a Girl Who Sells Her Farts in a Jar. Oh my goodness. In the video, she reveals that she eats organic protein, Mm -mm. beans, protein muffins, yogurt, and hard-boiled eggs. And she gets ready and then, I guess, captures it in the jar. And then she writes you a personal note that goes with it. She said they last two days if, if you want to have these. She made 45000 bucks in a Shut, single no, week. Uh-uh, no. No. So far, she's she's sold 97 what jars. What is happening? She did 45000 in a week. So far to date, she's made ninety grand jarring these. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's your wife doing later today? Uh, why? You're going to try to get her to capture yours? No, you're always talking about. No, I'm not spending money so no. she can get it back for you. That's what she's going to have to do. Is yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy story. I want to talk to the people that bought it. That's who I want to talk. No. Forget about her. Right. I want to talk no. about to the people that are ordering these mason jars. Yeah, this is one of those deals where she's probably sitting around with her girlfriends and she's going like, you know how dumb guys are. Guys are so dumb they'll buy this. And they're like, no, they wouldn't. She's like, watch, I bet they will. And they did. Now she has the last laugh. Yeah. Basically, she feels um, that people find her attractive and they think she has a good personality. And that's the reason they're buying these jars of goodness. (laughs) Whatever you want to call it. Oh, goodness. All right. But I ain't buying those jars anytime soon. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, KP. Good morning, Double B. Here we are. Today's Thursday, December the 16th, 2021. We've just posted 
Throwback Thursday stuff. And I thought today for, for mine, I'd allow y'all to, you know, roast me. I know we're in the season of the holidays and it's stressful. So it seems most of you enjoy making fun of my old photos and stuff. And <laughs> all I said on my caption was caption this. Oh. And it's, it's a picture of me with no shirt on posing before any tattoos, weighing about 120 with purple pants and a blonde mullet and earrings. and I You're mean, very flashy. It's a heck of a look. It's up right now. Caption this. I'll tell you how to find my socials here in just a second. But Kelly, she's posted hers as well. Yeah, I've got on a... It's it's an old Christmas picture from the sixth grade, and I'm in the sixth grade. But in the Christmas picture at my party, I have on a, a Valentine's Day sweater. And over my Valentine's Day sweater, there's cherubs on there yes. all over the sweater. Well, the cherubs don't have diapers on them. They're, they're pantsless cherubs. Yeah. And Naked. I, yeah, and I wore the sweater... To a sixth grade party. So I'm just questioning, Uh I'm questioning my look. And I really loved that sweater back then. But if you want to see it, I basically wore something inappropriate to a sixth grade party at my private school. It's lewd. Anyway, you can find her on Instagram. Kelly Perry on the radio. You can find me on Instagram too, Brandon Baxter in the morning. Also on Facebook, same thing for me, Brandon Baxter in the morning. And for me, just search Kelly Brooke Perry. And if you're on Twitter, we're on Twitter as well, Brandon on BBITM. And I'm Kelly on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's been a busy week. We had the chance to go to Truman and uh, check out the storm damage there and cook food for uh, the people helping in Truman. We got to do that on uh, Tuesday. Yesterday, we were in Monette and had the chance to go and cook food for the workers in Monette and city officials and all the people doing the cleanup there. We had the chance to go and and tour the the different distribution facilities. And today, we're making our way to Leachville. Uh, And Leachville, we're bringing you free lunch today from 11 until 1. We'll be at FM Bank, and uh, we're excited to get over there, and we want to uh, lift you guys up, and we Mm -hmm. want to say thank you to the people who are helping that community because what we've seen kelly is people really want to give back and help well it's amazing that's that's the best thing that we've seen is even through all of this there's people that are coming from everywhere just to bring stuff and just to give people hugs and encouraging words so it's pretty cool so leachville today 11 until 1 we'll be out there live myself and kelly and david the barrel boy live today at fm bank cooking you free food so if you're a worker come by and eat for free if you're somebody who's been affected by the storms, come by and eat for free. If you just want to come by and eat for free, guess what? Come <laughs> by and eat for free. Leechville today, 11 until 1 at FM Bank. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, a heads up, Leechville. We're coming your way. We'll be there today from 11 until 1, rain or shine. If it's raining, Kelly will be outside and I'll be yes. in the truck. Uh, but we're going to be there live in Leechville today. Uh, FM Bank, we're going to be uh, cooking food for you guys and just supporting your community, supporting the people who are helping with the cleanup efforts after uh, the storms this past Friday. So Leechville, later today, we're coming to you 11 until 1. And don't forget, you can check out everything on today's show when you go out and check out the podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Find out what happened in Truman, where a listener named Sarah... Stopped by and insulted me in front of Kelly and in front of all of my friends. It was a great moment. We talked to Dr. Shane Spites all about the Omicron variant and how that's going to impact Christmas in Arkansas. Not just a national deal, but how does it impact Arkansas? We talk about that. We talk about uh, our chance to go to Monette. We talk about hanging out with Coach Butch Jones and A-State football. All of that on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? 
The Los Angeles Chargers host the Kansas City Chiefs. MT Unplugged, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga on MTV. Okay. The series premiere of Finding Magic Mike on HBO Max. The series premiere of MacGruber on Peacock. That's featured SNL's Will Forte. The premiere of the post-apocalyptic series called Station Eleven on HBO Max. And then tonight's schedule also includes Station 19, Legacies, and Grey's Anatomy. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.